I had my purpose back. God wanted me to be out there again. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show is Testimony Thursday, and we have Carmen and his story. Carmen is a Christian music artist, and he was very, very popular in the 1990s, and that's when I would listen to him a lot. I loved his stuff. I loved his concerts. He was very, very entertaining and really loved Jesus, and it was so evident by the way he lived his life and his concerts and everything, but he kind of disappeared from the scene for a while, and we didn't know what happened to him, but it come to find out he had gotten cancer and was only given three years to live. So here's that story. Well, if you were a fan of Christian music in the 1980s and 90s, then you're probably familiar with the name Carmen. He made his home here in Tulsa, but his music was played around the world. Tens of thousands of people attended his concerts. So what happened to him? The answer is dramatic as Carmen himself. Batter up. You ready? It's been 20 years since Christian music singer Carmen Licciardello made his home in Tulsa. His life today is a world away from that golden season of his career, young, flashy, and on fire for Jesus. But to understand where Carmen is now, you have to know where he's been. The year is 1994, and fans are being turned away by the busload as Carmen takes the stage for a packed house at the Maybe Center. He grew up in New Jersey, perfected his flash in Vegas, and took the Christian music world by storm with a never-before-seen mix of rap, praise and worship, and story songs that played as miniature movies, each one starring the man himself. Think twice before you rumble. What a man God. Love it or hate it, it was working. Carmen sold more than 10 million records, was nominated for four Grammys, and was twice named Billboard Magazine's top contemporary Christian artist. In Tulsa, his music ministry brought in more than $5 million a year. Every artist has that season. You know, almost like everything you do just works. And seasons of utter frustration. In 1995, Carmen abruptly announced he was leaving his new $3 million office complex in South Tulsa and moving to Nashville. Things were changing, art was changing. Uh, the record companies really wanted to have artists they were signing that had what they, what they believed to be crossover appeal. Carmen, a charismatic Christian with 15 gold and platinum albums to his name, was turned away at the door. It got to the point where I couldn't even get him on the phone. Carmen next tried his hand at acting. He put out a few movies and staged a concert every now and then. But the best part of his career was behind him. And that was the least of his problems. It's just like in the movies where somebody, they're talking, they're talking, as soon as they say the word cancer, the whole, the, the whole room just goes dead and like you don't hear anything else. After years of sensing something was wrong, Carmen finally went to a doctor. His diagnosis, multiple myeloma, bone cancer. His prognosis, perhaps three years to live. By the time I had left the office, I had, um, you know, I just, I just started putting things together in my head, thinking, well, you know, I haven't really done a whole lot in, you know, the past few years, and maybe this is it. 
it more bothered me who I was going to have to tell. So he began with a post on Facebook, and within just a few hours, something rather remarkable started to happen. It was like two, three thousand comments. I'm like, it can't be. And then I looked again, I looked again a little later on, and it was like, it was five thousand, ten thousand comments. I'm like, I, I, was, I was stunned, because I didn't think that anybody was even paying attention. Now that he'd found his fans, Carmen launched a Kickstarter campaign to raise money for one final album and concert tour. At the end of two months, he'd more than doubled his goal. But he wasn't outpacing cancer. Despite the outpouring of prayers on his behalf, there were no signs his naturalist treatment was working. Did you ever have a point where you felt like you'd lost your faith? I don't know if it as much lost my faith, but sometimes you get so frustrated with not getting an answer, you have a tendency to just say, Well, doctor, boy, you haven't changed much. Carmen finally turned to traditional medicine and found his way to the University of Arkansas Medical Sciences Center and the hands of renowned cancer specialist Dr. Bart Barlogi. While other doctors gave him three years, Barlogi was talking about a cure. Just, you know, get off the hook and think I'm home free. But the path to that freedom was grueling. Carmen moved to Little Rock for eight months of intensive treatment. He was weak, he was sick, he was bald. But he was once again filled with hope. I had my purpose back. You know, God wanted me to be back out there again. Last May, just one month after leaving the hospital, Carmen was back out there again. He calls it the No Plan B Tour. Carmen says some people don't see his healing as a product of faith. But when he stands on stage in front of the people he thought had forgotten him, he knows better. When you get in there and you really think of the fact that what I had and how dead I should be right about now, that's pretty miraculous. That was a KOTV news story, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Christian music star Carmen returns to stage after bout with cancer. You can find out more information about Carmen at his website, carmen.org. That is all I have for you today. Hope you have an amazing day, and I'll see you tomorrow. Friday.